0: 2023 is here and it's time to plan out your goals to get in the shape of your life this year. Maybe you started your journey this past year, or maybe you're looking to make 2023 the year you get the results you've always dreamed of. And if you are, I want to help you. I've been a health and fitness coach for almost a decade now. I've helped thousands of people off and online get in the shape of their life and drop the kilos they've been wanting to shed for years. I've helped people transform their bodies, their health, and their minds. And most importantly, I've shown them how they can maintain this on a long-term basis. As your coach, I take care of everything within your health and fitness journey, your training, your nutrition, your cardio, supplementation, etc. But I also look at your journey from a holistic perspective and address your stress, your sleep, your mindset, and ensure you have everything you need to achieve your results. If you're ready to make this the year you get the results you truly want, fill in the application form in the description below. It'll only take you two minutes and I'll be in touch for us to book in a call so we can plan out your journey and put some clear goals in place. If you have any questions about the coaching, feel free to email me or DM me on Instagram, which is at Elliot Hassoun. I'm excited to hear from you and excited to help you transform your body, health and mind in 2023. Happy Valentine's Day team. I hope you're taking the opportunity to appreciate those you love today and every day as a matter of fact. Given this episode is falling on the 14th of February and given the impact your personal relationships have on your overall health and well-being, I wanted to go through a super important topic today that will majorly improve your relationship and in turn improve your overall well-being. I'm excited for this one so let's get straight to it. So the first thing on my list today when it comes to being a better partner is to focus on yourself first. If you're not First, taking care of yourself, making yourself a priority, and working on you, you will not be the best partner that you could be. Being a good partner begins with being a great you. If you're stressed all the time because you're not taking the time to decompress and prioritize your mental well-being practices, you're likely to be less patient, reactive, and carry more of a negative vibe. That's not going to be a great state for you to live in on your own, let alone with a partner. If you're getting sick all the time because you're not looking after your health, you're likely to have less energy, be prone to more serious illnesses later down the line, and Are unlikely to have so much vitality. Once again, not an amazing state for you to live in, let alone with your partner. If you're feeling a lack of confidence because you're not taking the time to go exercise or eat well, you're unlikely to feel as sexy. You're unlikely to interact with your partner in an intimate way. You're likely to feel more self-conscious. None of these will be great for you nor your partner, nor the quality of your relationship. If you want to be a better partner, that starts with being a better you. Next up is to pay attention. Take interest in your partner, and not just in their passions and the obvious things that they like and enjoy. You should kind of already be aware of these. But pay attention to the small details, the way they like their coffee prepared, the different cutlery that they like to use, what their favorite way of doing their hair is. Whatever it is, take note. This goes a long way. And when you observe the small things, the bigger things tend to take care of themselves. We all like to be noticed, especially by the person we love the most. And if you're in a relationship, I like to think you're there for a reason and you love that person. And if you don't, then that's something that certainly should be looked into. But if you do, be curious about them. Take as much interest as possible It goes a long way and these things really solidify a relationship. It's not the holidays that build the relationship. It's not the super fancy dates. It's the small day-to-day things that compound over time. So focus on these and your relationship will strengthen. Next up is one of my favorites, which is always tell the truth. This won't only make you a better partner, it will make you a better human. The truth is something I value a lot. I've never been a compulsive liar or anything close to this, to be completely honest, but a couple of years ago, I decided that nothing is gained from being dishonest with yourself or with others. And since then, I've committed to telling the truth, being direct and honest as much as I physically can. It sounds hard, but honestly, it is liberating. You sleep easy at night, people know how you Feel and ultimately, you have a solid relationship with yourself as you can call yourself out and you really know when you're truly acting from a genuine place or not. Always telling the truth in a relationship is unlikely something that most of us are used to. Up until my recent relationship, it wasn't for me either, but now it's a daily and lifelong commitment. And your relationship will be unbelievably strong if you ensure that you follow through on this. And you might be thinking, what if I tell the truth but my partner doesn't? Honestly, it doesn't matter. Of course, depending on the severity of them not telling the truth, You have to consider how much of this that you're willing to tolerate, but essentially the most important thing is that you make this commitment. Let's put it this way. If you decide to be dishonest, it's not gonna make your relationship any stronger and it's not gonna make you any better of a human being either. So commit to this because of how it will make you feel and behave and this will lead you to showing up as your best self in your relationship. Okay, on to number four. Don't be selfish, make decisions for the couple and not just you. I remember in the early stages of my relationship, my girlfriend and I were having a pretty serious and deep conversation about the future of our relationship. And in that moment, she asked me for my opinion on this specific subject. And I'm paraphrasing here, but my response was something like, I obviously want it to be this way, but I'm incredibly biased and I don't want to influence your decision. So you need to make that decision for yourself. It can't be anything to do with me. A past, more selfish version of myself would have likely presented my argument in the most compelling way and made it the obvious choice. But I feel true love and being the best possible partner means looking out for your partner with their best interest interest in mind and not only yours. It's so easy to make decisions and present arguments that look like they're the best interests of you both but really the first person you're thinking about is you. What I've learned in my relationship is that being unconditional is when you're able to give advice and guidance purely based on the best interest of them and not you. This will go a long way in a relationship as ultimately you're helping your partner to become their best self which will mean you have a happier, more fulfilled and ultimately better partner by your side and inadvertently it does benefit you because when they're better your relationship is better so it's very much like the choice between short and long-term gratification but next time you're in a situation where your partner asks you a question or their opinion on something stop reflect and ask yourself, what do I genuinely think is best for them? Take yourself out of the equation and give that answer. Next up is to make a conscious effort to show your love. Say the words, do the things. Love is a conscious effort. I'm sorry if this doesn't sound like the Disney-fied version of love that you're used to where you fall in love and you live happily ever after, But it's the reality of life. It takes conscious effort to not get caught up in day-to-day life and continue expressing love to your partner. It takes conscious effort to tell them that they're beautiful or handsome or to tell them something that you love about them. It takes a conscious effort to kiss them in the morning or take a moment to hug them for no reason at all. For me, love is very much like a fire. For most of us, it begins with a spark that creates a beautiful big fire. For many, the flames begin to reduce and it ends up being a small flickering flame and in some cases, the fire burns out entirely. Scyllae. But if you're conscious about expressing your love, you have the ability to keep that fire burning. Each expression of love is a stick added to your burning fire, and both of you are responsible for ensuring that that fire burns as brightly, as passionately, and as long as it possibly can, and as long as you want it to. I feel that sometimes we forget this. We believe that the fire we created is enough to stand the test of time. And in some cases, it may well be, but do you want a small flickering flame, or do you want a large burning, passionate fire? I know what I want, and if you want to be a better partner, consciously show your love. If you know your partner's love language, work on expressing your love in this way. If you know your love language, ask your partner for more of this. My partner and I know each other's very, very well. And it's amazing how much your tank of love can be full when you're giving and receiving love in the way that is best for you both. If you've not heard of the languages of love, I highly recommend reading the book, The Five Languages of Love by Gary Chapman, or even just doing the love languages quiz online. It could be a really nice practice for you and your partner to do together and will help You both add to that fire. And finally, communicate effectively. I spoke recently about the importance of communication, how powerful being able to communicate effectively can be, and how it can transform the quality of the interactions that you have. Your partner is going to be the person you likely communicate the most with for the rest of your life. So, being able to communicate in every single way is going to be essential. And if you know how to do this, you're going to be a much better partner. You're likely to avoid unnecessary arguments, you're likely to hurt them less, you're likely to have your needs met too. Another aspect of communication is the other side of this, which is listening being a good communicator is synonymous with being a good listener. The best advice I can give you here is genuinely listen to what the other person has to say, not what you think you heard or what you want to hear. And I want to repeat that actually. The best advice I can give you here is genuinely listen to what the other person has to say, not what you think you heard or what you want to hear. If you can listen to really hear that person rather than just listen to respond, your conversations and communication is likely to be so much more effective and productive. So team, I think I could easily go with so many more and maybe there's a part two in this topic somewhere. And before I wrap up, I want to thank my incredible girlfriend Danny for inspiring me to be the best possible partner. You may have listened to this today thinking that all of this advice sounds like a lot, but for myself personally, when you find the right partner, you want to do all of these things. You're motivated to do them and they will bring the best out of you. And Danny, you truly have done that and will continue to across the coming decades that we're set to spend together. Gracias y te amo. That's everything from me today, team. Take care, spread the love, and I'll speak to you all very, very soon. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hasoon. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.